I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent. Clack to Verada Nyctos, my fellow spookites, welcome <laughs> to Spooky Time Presents Evil Dead 2. I am one of your hosts today. My name is Kyle. And I feel like I really connected with Ash as a character because my best friend is also a moving lamp. <laughs> Aww. Hi, Kyle. I'm Cammie. And my best friend is a talking deer head. Oh, uh, the deer head's mean to me. Calls me names. Well, it's because you're a nerd. I am a nerd. <laughs> Made fun of my Naruto t-shirt. It's because we're popular and you're not. That's how it works around I can't... here. I can't believe our demon-possessed animatronic house has clicks. What is this, high school? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, that's right, folks. We're here to you here today to talk about Sam Raimi's Evil Dead 2 from 1987. <laughs> the year of our Lord. <laughs> I almost added that. <laughs> 1987. <laughs> something out there that lives out in those woods in the dark something that's come back from the dead So, Cammie, you've gone on record as saying you think Sam Raimi should die in a fire. How has this movie affected that opinion? Why do you do this to me? <laughs> what? Why, Kyle? <laughs> I thought we were friends. No, I, I did too, but then you I and the deer didn't invite me to your prom. Live in a house. That's what I said. I, want, I wanted him to live in a fire so his pain doesn't end. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. That's the stuff. You know. That's uh, the good stuff. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. Evil Dead 2. The film that begs the question, what if God was one of us? <laughs> I'm imagining the, the monster at the end. <laughs> what if God was one of us? Rah, reaching through the stops, wall. <laughs> like, one eyebrow up quizzically. Hey, Ash, what if God was one of us? Ash, did you meet my son, Jesus? He was here a little while ago. It's basically like a fucked up version of um, the Chronicles of Narnia. It's also yeah. all about God and Jesus, but in a different the, way. The God Lion, Aslan. Or is yeah. he the Jesus Lion? He's Jesus, because he dies and then he comes back to life. And then he floats up to okay. heaven. It's really weird. I love the scene in Nar Chronicles of Narnia where you're the lion is licking from a lake and then turns it into wine and says, ah, shit, not again. <laughs> Lions can't drink wine. This is why Jesus always had to drink from cups because he kept turning everything into wine. Aw. Poor guy. So, Cammie, do you like this movie? Is this one of your favorites? Um, I wouldn't say it's like one of my 
favorite, but I do really like it. It's a lot of fun. I think I like Army of Darkness more. Um, yeah. I just, I, I like the movies more and more as they um, progress, which is rare, like really rare for any franchise in film in general. But yeah, this one's really fun. It's it, um, genuinely scary, not only by like the makeup effects, the creatures, the deadites, you know, everything that happens, but just the pure concept of being, especially like in the first half of the movie, of being just like stuck in a fever dream that yes. you can't wake up from. And every time you think you're safe, you're not. And I, you're going slowly insane. I wrote down in my notes that like this is how a a haunted house should behave. No. None of this closing the medicine <laughs> cabinet once and then doing nothing for a week. It's like no, like twenty four seven shit is coming for you. Like that's yeah. terror. It is. It's 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 scary and it drives you insane. Like that's that's it. Take the notes. Long and short of it. Paranormal activity demon. Yeah. That nerd, that loser. He we plays with a pool toy. We should found footage movies. Sometime that is soon. possibly our next one, our next that would season. Because be I fun. Do that and then pivot directly into the VHS series. It'd be perfect. <gasps> Smart, <gasps> Kyle. This has nothing to do with the movie that we watched, but um, I don't know if I talked to you about this yet. Did you? Have you seen um, Ghost Watch? Was that that BBC thing that's yeah. not on YouTube? Yeah. I have not. Okay. Because it's not on YouTube. I bought a DVD of it, um, and I would like for you to borrow it and watch it, because I think you would really like it. Um, okay. It was recommended to me by um, someone that I mutually follow on, on Instagram. His name is Marcel. He sometimes listens. Hi. But, um, yeah, he was like... Yeah, you find it and watch it. If you like found footage, you'll like it. It's like the OG found footage movie, and it was genuinely terrifying. I ended Ooh. up sleeping on the couch, and I was, like, almost asleep, but I was completely alone downstairs, and I was, like, <laughs> I was genuinely scared to be alone in my own house, and that was the first time <laughs> in a year that's happened. So, yeah, highly recommend Ghost Watch if you can find it. I would say that's one of the reasons I'm always going to have a dog in my life is because mm. i need when i'm watching scare movies alone at night i'm gonna need someone there to reassure me that yes this room is empty uh-huh no someone didn't break in while i was peeing like i'm still safe thank you fido <laughs> beautiful yes <sighs> all right um do you have a plot synopsis for us do you like this movie I... kyle talk to me i do this is one of those movies if i'm trying to show off being a horror nerd, I say it's when I'm, you know, I really love it. And I do. I really do like it Okay. as a whole. Like, I love the Lovecraftian, the goofy Lovecraftian in it stuff. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I love, I mean, fucking Bruce Campbell, man. I love The more him. you watch this, the more you realize he's a fucking superstar. He is. He Was carries that entire movie by himself. His physical, um, I would say physical comedy, but physical acting is fucking top notch like, i think the incredible. first time i watched this i thought there was like a team of people pushing and pulling it maybe with wires or harnesses or something mm -mm. but then i watch it this time it's like no that's just him doing these things and yeah. it's so cool that is all him i saw dr strange the other day i was telling you off mic now i'm telling you on mic so the viewers know yes um how'd you like it spoiler alert um no. bruce campbell's in it Oh, yeah, I, I, I actually, I just said that. I was watching the movie with Taylor um, recently and, um, you know, right after he saw the movie and I, I was like, hey, was, did Bruce Campbell have, does he have a part in Doctor Strange? And he was just like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I knew maybe it. Maybe you should see it. Yes. I can't wait to uh, see it. I'm so excited. And that fucking doctor strange is very much a sam raimi movie they had to you know force him to do marvel scenes but whenever they weren't doing that he was doing sam raimi scenes they were they were, they were fun they were cool sweet i'm so excited uh doctor strange multiverse of madness lock of the week cha-ching cha-ching 
Very nice. I'm trying to think of all the other Marvel movies that have come out recently, but this is definitely one of the best in the past, mm-hmm. let's call it a year. All right. Plot synopsis. Plot sinuses. <laughs> sinuses. Those things you got in your nose or whatever. Sure. Okay. All right. Our story begins several years ago uh, when Evil Dead 1 was playing. So we're treated to a quick recap of the first movie's events, which are essentially Ash and Linda go to a cabin. Ash plays rock and roll music backwards and summons the devil. Linda is kidnapped, possessed, decapitated, and buried. And Ash learns how to fly. Okay, so that was the first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now Ash is trying to flee the forest, but the only bridge you know, out of the forest is destroyed. And it kind of looks like a hand, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Ash was heard to say, there are too many hands. I wish I could, could get rid of one. Oh, Ash, foreshadowing. <laughs> Ash is then chased back to the cabin by one of the one of my favorite monster movie movie monsters of all time, which is the camera, but they do it so well. <laughs> so at the cabin, Ash's girl shows up and she starts trying to give him head, but then she gets too clingy, so he decides she needs to split. <laughs> Good one. I like that. It soon becomes apparent that Linda gave Ash a hand STD, and now he's got to chop his hand off. Aww. And once he does, Ash realizes that no matter what happens from here on out, he's never going to be all right. <clears throat> You're fired. That was, fu- that was funny, right? <laughs> uh, all my furniture thought so, too. Oh, boy. All right, suddenly Annie, the doctor of the researcher who started all this commotion, comes in with her entourage and attacks Ash just because he's standing in the middle of her destroyed cabin covered in blood and dirt and shooting at shadows. (laughs) Please. He's obviously the good guy. Look at that chin. Yeah. All right, so these new guys are not very good at evil deading, and they die off pretty quick. Soon it's down to just Ash and Annie, and they need to learn how to read quick or else... Ash straps a chainsaw to his arm and goes to get the book, and Annie starts reading, but is easily distracted. Ash Dang. stabs Annie in the back by proxy, and she barely manages to finish reading her book. Ash wakes up the next day in Camelot and is pissed. The end. Yay. And that's literally what happened. That is a factual recounting of the events of the movie. Yeah. I always, um... I haven't seen this movie very many times. I've seen it maybe like three or four times. And I always forget that there's a B plot. Like I always forget about the researcher's daughter. I'm like, oh yeah, this, she's in this movie. Like the, the, you know, the second half of this movie, she's in the cabin with him. Yeah. The entire, entire second half. Like I paused it and I got the 45 minute mark. She shows up. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Same here. Like I was watching it. And thinking like, oh, wow, like, and pretty soon the research girl's going to show up and then dot, 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 something about time travel. <laughs> yeah, that's the ticket. She, yeah, I, I always forget. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're cutting away, like, to new characters, new ideas that are going to bring all the characters together to, you know, finish the job. Trees. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They're, I mean, compared to Bruce Campbell, they're just very ordinary, and he is very much his own thing. It's true. Like, he could have they, they, he could have been the only character in that movie, and it would have been great still. I would say, like, the ghost of the researcher who eventually shows up, he should have only been talking to Ash and just those two. Yeah. Doing the movie, and that would have been... As good, if not better, than adding Annie and Bobby Joe mm-hmm. and the others. Mm-hmm. Yes. By the way, I don't like the name Bobby Joe because the guy, when he said it, I kept thinking he was saying Daddy Joe. <laughs> to the teenage girl who I thought was his daughter but might be his girlfriend. I'm pretty sure she's his girlfriend. Unless... She is like I a 10. He's a hard enough. four. Exactly. That's how it usually goes, though. Am I right? Uh, thank God for that, says the four. <laughs> yes. Same, said the other sir, four. <sighs> sir, your wife has uh, 
has a disease, the uh, sitcom gr- sitcom girlfriend disease. She's just so much hotter than you, sir, and she just can't <laughs> become aware of it. I'm sorry. It's fatal. Yes. <laughs> she, you will kill her with a frying pan for overcooking the roast. <laughs> no. Why would she overcook the roast? Linda. Anyway, speaking of Bobby Joe, um, I'm just going to segue right on into the fun facts that I've got here for us. Um, so uh, the character of Bobby Joe is based on Holly Hunter. The yes, fabulous, incredible actress, Holly Hunter, who Sam Raimi lived with for a period, um, along with Joel Cohen and Francis McDormand. Like, they all lived in a house together at one point. Magical that's stuff. A si- that's a sitcom right there. Like, Right? Give me, just put cameras in those walls and just tell me what their lives were like. Exactly. It must have been incredible. Good for them. Or Hollywood royalty incredible. before they were Hollywood royalty, you know? It would be incredible or extremely dull as we realize they're just people like you and me. Yeah, but they're just they're better, better than, than me, us. damn it. They should be. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. Uh, fun fact number two. The entire scene where Ash is f- fighting with his hand was done in one take and it was all improvised by Bruce Campbell. It's like an old like mimey vaudevillian way of you know acting it's almost like pantomime because you have to move your body in a completely different way compared to the way that you're moving your hand you know and he's so fucking good at it he's incredible and apparently he auditioned for movies with that bit a lot back then I can see why he wasn't getting a lot of jobs because they but couldn't he... appreciate his art, but that was really good. Yeah, but well, he wanted like more physical roles, I guess. So he would, yeah, he would audition for movies with the hand bit, and it's amazing. It's so well done in in the in Evil Dead too. Um, it's like you know breaking the plates over his head and just the way that he fights with his own hand is unreal. It's beautiful. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Um, Stephen King liked the first Evil Dead so much that he was responsible for most of the funding for Evil Dead 2. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. Yeah, I was reading about that on uh, Wikipedia. and Good that he did that. Like, when I was reading, he was like, he went to a production company and said, God damn, did I love Evil Dead. You shouldn't let them do number two. Yeah. Right before he, Right before he did Maximum Overdrive, which... If I were a producer, would then poison <laughs> Stephen King's opinion of movies. It's like, yeah, Evil yeah. Dead might be good, but you made Maximum Overdrive. Like, maybe you're not the best judge. Yeah. Well, I mean, St- Stephen King is a good judge of, of horror movies. He's just not very good at directing them. I don't think he even <laughs> remembers directing Maximum Overdrive. I think he wishes he didn't remember directing Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> he pretends. Um, I've never seen that movie. I need to see Max oh, Overdrive. It's got um, a Yearly Smith. That's the Simpsons. I've seen that, and I'm like, wow, that's a that's a big pull. I wanna <laughs> I wanna watch this movie. I know that it's terrible, and that makes me want to watch it all the more. I've seen it a couple times. Yeah, I mean, it's worth watching. Just it's a it's a Stephen King bomb. So you know, yes, you kind of if you're if you're into Incredible. Stephen King, you kind of have to watch it. Yeah, totally. Um, let's see. There were several scenes that were deleted from the movie. Um, and that were like the, the part of the original cut of the movie, which has been since lost, allegedly, but nobody's ever found it. Um, would you like for me to list some of the scenes, Kyle? Yes. Do it. I'm going to do it now. Scene one, Henrietta is in her rocking chair. Henrietta was played by um, Ted Raimi, by the way. Incredible actor. Ooh, we love Sam's Ted. Sam's father. His brother. Sam's brother. That's what I said. Yep. Sam's brother. Totally. Yeah. In the South, they call brother father, so you know. <laughs> Do you have Shudder? Do you watch um, Creep Show? The show? 
I did. I don't know if there are any new episodes out right now that I'm missing. Um, I think there are like four seasons now. Have you... Damn. Did you watch the episode with the like public access or like PBS style channel where like a Bob Ross type and a bunch of Bob other Ross people... Bob Ross vs. Evil Dead? Yeah. Did you watch that one? Oh, hells yeah. It was I saw, so I was like, good. And Ted Raimi's in God that damn. too. I love when he shows up in things. He, <laughs> he just does sometimes. It's great. <laughs> anyway... Uh, scene one, Henrietta is in her rocking chair while the professor reads the incantations. Her demonic eyes are unveiled in the cabin's light. Uh, two, Linda's Ooh. severed head throwing up black bile on ash when trapped in the vice, which is why yeah. there's black slime suddenly around her mouth in that final scene. Uh, oh. Linda's severed... I thought you bit her tongue. Oh. <laughs> no, it was barf. Uh, Linda's severed head extending its long snake-like tongue into Ash's mouth while in the rocking chair. An extended take of the blood flood with green and yellow blood along with the red blood. That's that's a fun scene. I like that. (laughs) When he's just like, what's that? Oh, no! Blood! Uh, Let's see. An extended... Blood in the walls? (laughs) It belongs in my veins. Nosferatu... Um, an extended sequence of the half-headed Ed running after the characters, and eventually he's chopped to pieces with its body parts flopping on the floor. Um, next one is a possessed Ash eating a squirrel as he runs after Annie. (laughs) (laughs) And the last one is Ash's demonic face morphing back to normal after taking his dead girlfriend's necklace. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I would like to see some of those, not all. Exactly, of them. yeah. Like I want to find those. Where are they? Sam, you know where they are. Sam, give us the scenes. He's like George Lucas, probably. He's like hiding the original version from all of us for, for no real reason at all. Uh, let's see. Oh, um, so you know, like the giant spooky head in the in the door or the window at the end. That yes. he's fighting. Okay, so that prop, like, puppet thing was so big. It was enormous. And they filmed this in North Carolina, mostly on a... Um, they filmed in, in a school's gym. Like, all the sets were set up in, like, the gymnasium of a, of a high school. And I guess they left that prop behind, because they were like, this is super fucking heavy. We don't want to take it back to California. We're just going to leave it. And so a few years later, it ended up in like a Halloween haunted house in North Carolina somewhere. If They found it. Um, just, you know, casually being used. Scare children. A as real it was prop from Evil Dead 2. Like, that, incredible. Um, the plot of Army of Darkness was originally going to be the plot of this one, but that did not work out. I'm glad they yeah. did this and then Army of Darkness. Uh-huh. A lot Evil of people Dead... complain that, like, this movie is a, just a rehash of, of Evil Dead, and, like, it kind of is, but this one is... It really is. I like the second one a lot better than the first one. Yeah. And just yeah. the... The kind of campier, like, goofier tone of this one. Like, if they had gone from Evil Dead 1 straight to Army of Darkness, it's like, why are they all clowns? I don't get it. But with this in between them... Exactly. It it helps the shift. It helps the transition to a a superior kind of film, in my opinion. I love Army of Darkness. It's so good. (laughs) Um... Uh, the smoke from the chainsaw is cigarette smoke that's being blown into a tube, like, behind Bruce Campbell. I don't really understand why they went with real, like, cigarette smoke instead of a, like, smoke machine or something. I don't know. That didn't need... Bruce was trying to quit smoking, so he needed the secondhand <laughs> smoke to keep focused. To calm down, yeah. Um, I think my favorite fun fact about this movie that I read <laughs> is that the sounds... Uh, this is per IMDb. Um the sounds of the evil traveling through the forest with the shaky cam were a combination of Sam Raimi's voice and audio samples of Orson Welles technically <laughs> making this the last film he appeared in in any capacity. End quote. I hope 
That's true, and I hope Orson Welles is looking down from heaven being like, thumbs up, Evil Dead. (laughs) You did me proud. They're even better when you're dead. (laughs) This will be my rosebud. (laughs) This is Sam Raimi's Citizen Kane. Actually? Yes. Maybe. It might be, actually. He's made a lot of good movies, though. Yeah, but this... I mean, I have to look at his whole filmography, but I think this one holds the most special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rightfully so. What else has he done? Spider-Man. Oh, he did Drag Me to Hell. He did... Yeah, he did Spider-Man, which I need to rewatch those movies. You know? I remember them being not as good as modern Marvel films, but nostalgia everyone's saying that they were actually so much better i've always really liked um uh his his spider-man movies even the third one that most people don't really like it i don't know i liked it i really like his spider-man trilogy big fan huge i haven't Hmm. seen the modern like tom holland spider-man trilogy though i've only seen the first one oh you should see modern modern spider-man i know i know i should (sighs) One day. I just buzzed through his filmography. I am going to go on record as saying that Evil Dead 2 is his Citizen Kane. Okay. <laughs> um, have you seen Drag Me to Hell? Oh, yeah. Do you like Drag gross. Me to Hell? It is gross. I, it's almost too gross. Like, it's gross in all the ways I don't <clears throat> want it to be. Yeah. And so it's like, I enjoy it un- until those things come. I'm like, oh, do I really want to watch this again? Uh. Yeah. I, uh, people are going to hate me for this, but I really don't like Drag Me to Hell. I've only seen it once, and I, I don't know. I just, like, I really hated the main character. She, like, sucked. Yeah, I didn't like her at all. And so (laughs) I was, like, waiting for her to die the whole time, and then... Go to hell. Yeah, I was like, when are they dragging her to hell? Do it. She's a bad person. She's she's not nice. She was really um, mean to that old Romanian woman. Exactly. Like, she was... Ex- she was accidentally very mean to her. Well, yeah, but I don't know. I just, she... That's what, that's what happens when you take your work too seriously. That's what happens. Well, she had to take her work seriously. She was trying to move away from the idea that she's some country bumpkin so she needs a nice professional job at a bank whatever and like her boss was an asshole to her and so were her coworkers. i'm like what do you like what do you what do you need here why are you trying to stay so bad i don't understand it (sighs) you need to watch that you should watch that movie again justin long's parents didn't approve of her that's right, and they were the smart ones. <laughs> she was not. She was a person. dumb hick. I did, yeah. I just didn't really like love her, so it sort of tarnished the entire movie for me. I should watch it again. Maybe I was just like high or something. I don't know. Um, and I looked too far into it. It was too like I, I got too philosophical with it. Maybe I'm not sure. But then when. I, uh, spoiler alert, um, when she gets finally gets dragged to hell at the end of the movie, I was happy. I was happy that she died because I really thought that they were going to end that movie with her, you know, succeeding. Happily and, ever and, after. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you, that's a twist that I did not see coming at all. Like, the movie was over and then it, it jumped back to life for a second to grab her and pull her to hell. Yeah. All because Justin Long was like, oh, that's not what you think it is. I I switched him out or whatever. And then it's like, just kidding. I'm going to drag yeah. you to hell now, okay? Yoink. Straight to hell. Hey, is it cool if I, like, really quick drag you to hell? <laughs> it's just it's just right under the train. You know, your boyfriend will see it. You can wave goodbye, but we got to get going. Uh-huh. Yes. <sighs> But anyway, we're here to talk about Evil Dead 2. I'm so <laughs> tired. I worked an 11-hour shift today. 11, Ooh, I hate 12, those. Almost 12. 
hour shift today and I'm, uh, I'm wiped. Taking care of a toddler is exhausting. Um, truly. My mother would agree. <laughs> yeah, I think most mothers would agree that toddlers are, toddlers are great. They're the best. But when they're not the best, they are the fucking worst. Like, they are so mean. And um, he keeps asking me if I'm pregnant. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, <laughs> just fat. Thanks, though. But it's, it's, it's only because his mom is pregnant. And so now he, he's sort of assuming that everybody has a baby in their tummy. Because his yeah. mom does, you know? So He doesn't know what signs to look for, so he's just... <laughs> Asking, asking everyone until he can narrow it down. Yeah, he's like, is there a baby in your tummy? I'm like, no, dude, don't ask people that. <laughs> it's very rude. Yeah. He doesn't understand, but whatever. Listen here, you little shit. That's not what you fucking say to me. <laughs> Go sit in the corner. Uh, the cool thing about his parents is that I don't think they would bat an eye if I talked to him that way. <laughs> They'd be like, okay, just do your thing. Yeah. I love them. Every single one of them are the apple of my eye. I swear to God. Anyway, let's talk about um, things and scenes that we like from this movie. Do you want to go first? I might. Sick. Let me check my notes to see. No, I talked about both the things I took notes on already. Um, but I'll, I'll just pick one that I know we're going <laughs> to talk be a about. Surprise. <laughs> the uh, the laughing furniture. Yes. That was I such had that a... one written down too. such a just like i mean i've been in this madness inducing situation for 24 straight hours and you know just like snap his mm -hmm. my mind is broken like and the deadites are playing along with him like yeah we broke him <laughs> we win let's yeah. take a victory lap and just have a good old time for a while it's so annoying the way they laugh is so obnoxious and you feel like you're going insane right there with him because you're like, yeah. okay, make it stop. Make it stop. It's... Oof. Shut up, dear. <laughs> That's enough, lamp. Coat rack, you're next. Don't even get me started, recliner. I'll kill you. You son of a bitch. <laughs> what? Not recliner. That just reminds me of, like, <laughs> Cherry from Pee Wee's Playhouse, and that rubbed me the wrong way. For a second. I don't want Cherry to be Don't you mean to, be to Cherry? <laughs> cherry, no. <laughs> Cherry's not a racist. He's a stripper with a name oh. like Cherry. Cherry. But it's spelled C-H-A-I-R-Y because she's a cherry. Not at the club, it's not. Oh, okay. She changes it. Yeah. Excuse me. I am sleepy. But yeah, the laughing scene is... Fabulous, the way they did it. The ideas that they came up with for this movie blow me away every yes. time. Um, I really love toward the beginning of the movie when his girlfriend's, her name's Linda, right? Yes. Um, when like her skinny 
almost zombie-like stop-motion bodies just, like, dancing. Twirling, twirling, twirling. (laughs) Abortions for some, miniature American flags for others, and that's our stance on Spooky Time Presents. Um... (laughs) But yeah, I love that. Um, it's so creepy. It's so eerie, I guess is the word that I would use. It's really fun to watch. I love the way it's animated. I love when her head like hops up so that it can be a part of the fun too. It's great. Oh yeah. I love it. Yeah. I feel like this I movie love... sort of flows into each scene. Like it's... There are cutoffs, you know, with the scenes you can talk about certain things, but this is one of those movies that really, like, flows into itself really nicely. Um, I would say it's like Ash is just falling down a spiral staircase. It just, each new thing is just another yeah. flight of stairs for him. And it just, it fits, like you said, yeah, just one into the other, into the other, just going down, down, down. Exactly. And then Army of Darkness is kind of the same way, um, where you've got, you know, he's got multiple heads ah and then there's a bunch of little ashes ah and then there's a bunch of skeleton army guys ah etc i would say like army of darkness is like like most stories you know a three act kind of thing and i think each act mm-hmm. sits well with it with itself but maybe not as smooth a transition between them as this movie has yes absolutely uh we should do a bonus show on our do we ever do Army of Dark? Yeah, we did. We did we a did. whole month of Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, so if you want to listen to that episode, folks, go back. Listen to Army of Darkness. Um, the first time I watched that movie all the way through, I was really, really stoned. And <laughs> I shouldn't have been. It was It was like for the... It was like when we were going to do it for the podcast. Um because before that I had only seen like pieces of it because my dad watched it a lot when I was a kid <laughs> and I was like I, ca- I can't watch this movie right now I I can't pay attention to it it, it was it was bad anyway I digress um tell me another I tell scene you the story you like. I was say t- the uh story the first time I saw Army of Darkness uh-huh or almost saw it uh my dad wanted to rent it he's like oh like hey kids I know this really cool movie that you you're gonna love I was like let's say I'm eight Something like that. <laughs> okay. But he doesn't really remember the title. And so he picks up a movie. And it's like Army of the Dead or, you know, Darkness of the Army or something. Uh-huh. This is probably it. He takes it. We go home. We start watching it. Um, and he, after a while, he's like, this isn't the right movie. But okay, kids, let's keep watching. And it was some, like, sci-fi original movie level BS oh, no. about a sexy sexy mummy coming back to life. And it, when she's... When the sexy mommy lady takes off her top, my dad just stood up. It's like, okay, we're done. This isn't the right movie. <laughs> oh, no. Not... And years later, I tracked down that movie, and I actually uh-huh. did finish watching it. Like, and? by years later, I mean, like, last year. <laughs> and it was a steaming pile of shit. Oh, good. I'm not... I lost nothing for not having finished it as a child. All right. Well, I guess it's good that you got closure, Right. Yes, I was. That was definitely one of one of my lingering regrets at that time. Was just like, <laughs> I have so many movies I could potentially watch, but there's this one whose name I can't remember. I get into I go down rabbit holes when I can remember a movie but not its name. I once spent literally eight hours trying to find the name of a indie horror movie. Good lord! I couldn't figure out what was it. I got an event. Uh, I you something don't like she comes at. Something like She Comes at Night. Like, I can Google that now and I can find it. But at the time, I had no idea what the title was. And so I just kept Googling scenes from the movie that I could think of until eventually I picked the one that was the most uh, distinct, let's say. It was Uh. the most fucking disgusting thing I've ever seen on television. (laughs) And then the result popped right up. She Comes at Night. She Comes at Night. Is it like It Comes at Night? Did you see that movie? Uh... I'm almost sure I've seen it, but I don't think I liked it because I can't remember anything that happened. I didn't like it either. It was like too, it was kind of boring, but it was also just like really depressing. It was marketed as a horror movie. And I guess it is kind of a horror movie because the things that happen in it are 
pretty horrifying, but it, it mostly plays out like a sad episode of the Twilight Zone where everybody has like this really terrible disease and nobody's friends with each other anymore because of it and you can't trust anybody and then everyone dies. Like, that's the movie. Spoiler alert. I did... <laughs> I googled it and I definitely have seen it and I definitely didn't care enough about it to actually watch it. I think I was on my phone literally the entire time. Yeah, did not love that movie. But I do love Evil Dead 2. Yes. And how? What are se- <laughs> um, I think we already mentioned it earlier, but Ash cutting off his hand. Oh, yes. Fucking. I mean, that's one of those things like, yeah, he's not doing a monologue about having depression like other Oscar performances. But hot damn, like, show me Tom Cruise doing that shit. Show me fucking Helen Mirren doing that shit. They exactly. can't. Exactly. He's an incredible physical actor. He, he fucking is. And for Bruce. Yeah, it's it's just a shame that that wasn't more in demand for like a leading role character. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's it. And when he's putting, you know, the whole sawed-off shotgun... Um, chainsaw hand. Chainsaw hand. Little montage. Just like the one... They basically parody it in Army of Darkness, but they make it like way cooler right um yeah yeah the, it it's very looks at groovy. the camera <laughs> yeah that's it groovy. it's awesome um but spoiler yeah. alert for dr strange in the multiverse of madness no dr strange does that groovy. no shut up no, suit up doesn't. groovy <laughs> groovy um yeah, I know we already talked about this, but um, the hand bit is just so beautifully done. I had that one written down, and um, it's it's so much fun to watch him fight with his own hand. That's it. That's all and I it's, have. It's so good. Yeah. Um, all think. the monsters in this movie are fantastic. They all look so disgusting or, like, really cute. Or cute and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Disgustingly cute. Yes, exactly. I do think Deadites are one of my favorite movie, I guess, villains is what the what best way to put them, or monsters, mm-hmm. but I just love them as these purely chaotic, evil beings that just, like, yeah, I could come in, walk, grab a knife, and just stab Bruce Campbell, but no, like, I'm gonna spin my head around 11 times and then cartwheel flying kick into him instead and it's like, hell yeah, that's so much better. <laughs> yes. Precisely. Oh, they're ah. so much fun. Yeah. What's, some, what's something you didn't like about the movie? Something I didn't like about Evil Dead 2? Yes. Um, hmm. Is there anything I don't like about this movie? I like that when he traps his hand, one of the books on top of the bucket is Farewell to Arms. <laughs> did you say you did like that? I do like that, yeah. I believe the assignment was, "What do you not like?" I don't sorry, have it. I don't think I have anything that's that I f- don't that I specifically don't love about this movie. <laughs> do you have something? Like... Do you have a gripe? Do you what's have a bone the... to pick? What's the name of the professor's daughter's boyfriend, Ed? Yeah. I don't like that when he's killed. It is literally we don't get to see any of it. We just see axe swinging, cut to shadow, uh, mm-hmm. thwacking, cut to arm. I like cut to arm flying. That was cool, but um. I wanted to see it, and they oh, didn't yeah. let me. Stephen King, why didn't you get them more money? They could have done it with more money. <laughs> this is Stephen King's fault. <laughs> Down like most things Stephen in my life, King. Stephen King caused it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You're right. All right, well, that's... I mean, that's about all I have to say about this movie, unless you have something more you want to deep dive into. Cool, yeah. I mean, I... Yeah. Great movie, great sequel. Like I said earlier, it's one of those very rare franchises that just gets better as you go into the sequels. So, yeah. Yes. It's a lot of fun. This is a very, like, this is one of those movies where you could, like, you can sit and watch it and, like, pay attention to it for, like, a fun, like, popcorn movie night. But... You could also have it, like, on in the background at a Halloween party, and it's perfect. You yeah. know, ambiance for something like that. So, 
So yeah, I love this movie. The end. The end. Mm-hmm. Do you want to rate it now? Um. Yes. Yes, I do. All right. We are looking at a scale of one through five fond memories because this is a nostalgic revisit month. Or if it's the greatest thing you've ever seen, you give it a pair of those big old rose-colored glasses. Cami, mm-hmm. where are you rating this? I'm gonna give this one a five. Ooh, a, sol- a perfect five. Yes. Um. It's it, well. It's not quite the rose-colored glasses, but this is as good as horror sequels get. Um. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I think I like Child's Play I- two a little more. But I think yeah, you, you gave them the rose colored glasses. Yes, last I did. Week. But like Evil Dead Two is also a very solid spooky movie. So how about you? How you feeling? I am going to give it a four out of five fond memories. <gasps> o- only because I'm a I'm a sucker for millions of dollars being poured into the movies, and if I see something that looks cheap, I'm like, ugh. This is a peasant movie. Where's my Kyle? Where's my CGI colossal monster? <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like you love that shit. You love cheap movies. What are you talking about? I do. One of my favorite genres now to just watch at home is just like, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson has to fight a skyscraper in this, you know, epic new movie. And it's like that's dumb. <laughs> Let me see it. Yeah, like those like popcorn. Dwayne Johnson-esque movies that, like, were only made with an action star in them to purely entertain people, no matter how stupid the movie is. Those are fun, right? Yeah. Did you see The Meg? The Meg is one oh, of those Oh, I movies, saw The Meg. Right? But I was actually scared of The Meg because I really hate, um, I, I hate, like, big monsters. Um, not hate as in, like, I won't watch a movie with them. Like, I'm scared of... Like you're scared. You're scared of giant monsters. Giant monsters, yeah. Like, like Pacific Rim really freaked me out. They're so big, like they're the so giant. fucking big, right? <laughs> Insane insanity. Like Godzilla's pushing it, you know. But the Meg was um, that was pretty terrifying, especially like in the water. I have that thing where like if you can if you can see like a creature underneath the water, you know. That's like really scary hate, to me. Definitely. I Oof. I can't get it out of my head that everything in the ocean is poisonous. So it's like, <laughs> oh, like, look at this little crab. Like, if it touches me, I'm going to die. <laughs> a little crab. It's a poison crab. Run. <laughs> Run, little girl. It's a poison crab. <laughs> it's a poison sea urchin. That's a poison clownfish. Yeah. The, the sea urchin is actually poisonous. Yeah. I don't think all That's... sea urchins are poisonous, though, are they? I'm pretty sure the kind we eat are. Really? Then why do we eat uh, them? Yeah. Humans are weird. Why do we do that? Because we're, hu- we're hungry and all we have in the cupboard is poison sea urchin. <laughs> <laughs> We've got 80 cans of sea urchin. Eat up. This is all we're eating so for that... the next week. There was that Simpsons episode with the, uh, the poison blowfish. Yes. And I just love the idea that some Japanese sushi chef back in, you know, hundreds of years ago, sitting, staring at his fish, like, I'm bored with all these. Where's the poison one? I'm going to see if I can unpoison it. <laughs> and just trying to find the right way to cut it. Let me just work my magic really quick and unpoison it. <laughs> who wants to test it? Uh, that's when you find out who's his favorite son and who isn't. Oh, no. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for us this week. Yeah. Uh, join us again next week for our... I guess it's a season finale in that it's the last one in the season. Uh-huh. Uh, but it is Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Yes. Freddy Krueger's Vengeance. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really excited to talk about that one next week. I'm going to... Um, we're going to talk about the movie, but we're also going to do somewhat of a deep dive into a shallow... Uh, an intermittent... <laughs> Intermediate uh, dive into uh, the story of Mark Patton and um, how he was sort of ostracized from from Hollywood because of that movie. So I'm excited to talk about that. 
and the movie itself because I, you know, for what it's worth, I I like Nightmare on Elm Street too. It's fine. I have a one of my recurring problems with, with Nightmare on Elm Street is like a character that you know their heads kind of bobbing up and down as they're trying to stay awake, uh-huh. and then it turns out, oh no, those last thirty seconds, like that was a dream. He's actually fine. And it's like, oh, like so nothing I, I'm going to see is actually going to happen. So that's a fun. That's a fun movie. Thank you. Uh, yes. Steaks. Oh no, those are what we have for dinner, not what we put in our movies. <laughs> So that'll be next week. Uh, yeah. Cami, where can we find you in the meantime? Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. Uh, if you'd like to follow along on our endeavors as a podcast, we are on Instagram at Spooky Time Presents. You can also find our network Instagram at Spooky Time Network. Um, yeah, Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, find me on Twitter, Fievel Goes West, F-I-E-V-A-L, Goes West. It's all one word. Don't let them trick you. Um, if you want to donate to our show and help this madness continue forever, donate to patreon.com slash spookytimepodcast. Five dollar ruse. That is the magic number to unlock all of our bonus content. There's so much of it. There's probably oh, yeah. going to be more in the future. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that, as the future is vast and unknowing. But in all likelihood, there will be continued content there. Yes. All right, and with that, we bid you a fond farewell. Yes. I hope you you all wake up in Camelot. I don't want that for me. What if they make you their king, or in your case, queen, Cammy? I am king, Cammy. What if you could rule Camelot? King? King Cammy of of Camelot. (laughs) Camelot. <laughs> I would rule over all of them. Fabulous. All right. We'll we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye-bye.